this is No Soul Talk Elite East West Connection. Here with my man Frank. Going to talk about some all elite wrestling. We got a big week here, Frank. A new show on the horizon on TNT. Tony Khan is introducing us to AEW Collision. The logo and homage to Nitro. A lot of people sad about it, heard about it. I love it. You excited about this uh, debut? I couldn't be more excited. You guys know. Everybody who listens to this show knows. I'm Punk's lawyer, the Punk apologist, you know, Punk Mark. Losing my mind in the video when Punk wins the belt. That's me. So, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm glad he's back. Um, yeah, like, I i haven't been, you know, a, I watch AEW, like, religiously, Wednesday nights at least. So it's like I have they have got me back to tune in weekly, but like to be so excited for an episode, like maybe since the last dance punk episode, you know, episode of Rampage when it was rumor and speculated that Punk was gonna be back. Maybe that's when I was most excited for like any single wrestling event on television for a, in, in a long time. But like, but this one has me again. I'm back. I know people are very sour, very split on the guy. Not me. I'm all in. So yeah, I'm excited. All in, you say. Yeah. So, you know, this week we wanted to preview Collision, obviously, but we want to talk about some top guys because uh, we have CM, Punk, FTR, the top guys versus Switchblade, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe in a huge main event on Collision. I mean, it's pretty big time, but uh, we're going to get into that. We want to get into Collision, but we also want to kind of preview Dynamite because there's some other top guys, you could say, in the elite. And in, in the Blackpool Combat Club, in their own right, these are top guys. These are the main men in AEW. And um, I don't know, man, could this be a sign of what's to come as far as are we splitting these brands? Are we doing things separately? Are we keeping the, uh, I guess, the inmates separated? I mean... It's looking like that for now, especially with the way the collision adverts have been, you know, featuring guys we haven't seen. Thunder Rosa, Miro, who else? Andrade. He's been in the ads, right? So it's like, it definitely, it seems like they're doing that. They had that episode of Dynamite where, like, remember they showed up, Miro and Thunder Rosa showed up backstage and they were like, oh, we're going to talk to Tony. Like, we still haven't seen that play out on television. You know, so like we're still going to see how that's all broken down, but it is looking like they're splitting the shows to a certain degree. You know, we'll see what that ends up like. But, um, see, look, if one show has CM Punk and FTR versus Samoa Joe and Bullet Club Gold, I mean, that seems like a show I'd be tuning into day one, you know? So it's like it's interesting to see this roster because meanwhile, in Dynamite coming up, we have. This upcoming Wednesday, it's going to be the Blackpool Combat Club versus Hangman, Adam Page, and the Young Bucks. Three of the elite, you know, in a different matchup, uh, you know, mashup of this same matchup we've been seeing. But it's been banger after banger with all of these guys. So it's interesting to see that split, though. It's like, who are you tuning into if you're tuning into – if you're an AEW fan who's choosing a side, right? If this is Raw and SmackDown, right, and you had to pick your favorite show, it's like – we don't know much about this collision show yet, but it's sort of like if the dynamic, the roster split dynamic is going to be anything like these two main events are looking. It's intriguing, right? Like it makes two completely different wrestling shows that I want to watch. And I think that's exciting. 
I think it's intriguing too because we have two hours on Collision, so we know it's not just a like filler show. Like Rampage is very action packed, one hour, but it's pretty much your Sunday night heat version. They do really good job of bringing in some sort of dream matches, and they'll feature guys all Japan or New Japan, I should say, uh, Ring of Honor. But um, this Collision looks like it's going to be the AEW roster with just two more hours to tell their stories, and the roster is pretty stacked when you look across it. And you think about. Man, like we're fans of um, like the Butcher and the Blade, right? Yeah, like maybe these guys could be featured over there, right? Yeah, as that a, excites me. You saying that just now, I like I didn't think of that, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like if that's gonna be an opportunity for that Andy the Butcher dude, you know, because he's a music guy, you know how like punk. Listen, I'm not acting like punk is running the show over there. We don't know any <laughs> of those details or anything like that. But if it's that would be, be a like, guy, he might get yeah, over there. Exactly, though. but that's be a guy like that. He'd be cool with a music guy. You know what I mean? That goes to the shows and stuff, and you could tell like he'd be a friend of punks. And if that means those guys are gonna be over in a featured like spot, sign me up. I'm all about the butcher and the blade. And I don't even necessarily think they're like the greatest tag team or anything, but they're just cool. You know, they're and very cool. About, and he's so old school. The butcher, in my opinion, just like old. He is old school heel. You know what I mean? And it's just like I just love it. You know, so. I didn't yeah, that could be a thing. You show. could have the Butcher and the Blade. I mean, I don't know how they'll bounce the tri the trios titles. Maybe the House of Black are oh, bouncing yeah. around. I would hope. Either. You know, yeah, like uh, hopefully not. It's not just exclusive for everyone. No, I think the champion. I for sure. I think the champions move between shows. I think, I think you could find the balance there and make that inter interesting. But um, yeah, like I don't. I don't want like a hard. I don't, you know, I keep going back and forth because I just think we're all tainted by what WWE has done with roster splits and stuff like that. We mentioned this last week, but it's just like they would flip flop so often that a roster split seems like pointless to us, you know. But like, but if they did it like the early days of SmackDown versus Raw type of stuff. It's like, and it was truly like Kurt Angle was a SmackDown guy, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels and Triple H were on Raw. You know what I mean? And like they truly kept it separate. Those shows were interesting in their own right, you know, like separately. Um, so don't like, you think though know, where, where where they go wrong though is um like they try to manufacture this hatred between brands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't need any of that. No, I right? don't want any of that either. Yeah, exactly. Like, listen, if it's a if you're splitting a roster because guys are too sensitive and can't work together, like we're talking about the elite modern day click, like we've been pointing out <laughs> since last week. Or, yeah. you know, and or Punk and his cruel buddies or whatever. If these guys don't want to work, that should be just a them problem. It shouldn't become like a roster storyline where it's like it's us versus them. You know what I mean? It's sort of just, this is just another outlet. This is another uh, network, like in theory. You know what I mean? With a show. Yeah, you don't want like Team Dynamite that, invading nah, exactly. Team Collision no. and shit like nah, that. This is just Them another, we're just going just down. Treat the, it like uh... more television, you know? This is more, more viewer programming that's out there. If this, if there's like a... um an actual divide because of part of the storyline as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, I I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to do this, but it's very, I'm very intrigued. They haven't mentioned, like, anything. We get Every week we get one little bit. First week it was Punk is going to be featured. Next week it's the main event. I don't know if Tony Khan's going to have an announcement this week. You know, but it seems he like might. he will. He's been doing it every Weekly. week. He's been doing it every week. Yeah, he's so. trying to get better on the, in front of that camera. Slowly but surely, you know, he's um he's getting there. I don't get it. I, mean, I feel like, how can you be that awkward? He cuts the, the the promo where he's like, "No, it's not Shane McMahon," and he's all coked out. And then other times, it's like he can't even read like the 
it's gotta be stage fright or something you know life goes on yeah he's he's one of the most fascinating guys i i can remember um in a totally different way than vince but equally as like intriguing because it's like what makes this dude tick like you know tony khan like such a fan of the of the business and i believe he has really great ideas and great taste it's always just been for me like um maybe he needs a little bit of a right like a pat patterson to um well you bring it up and we're talking about the top guys and like the word on the street is that like brian danielson has a big part of tony khan's ear and that's wonderful they toss ideas back and forth and like i read something that said like that they they're they're a lot alike with like how they think of pro wrestling you know what i mean and like and he's using Brian Dan. I'm like, dude, you couldn't ask for a better guy. You know what I mean? Like to have on your roster. If you're going to be, if you're going to take a guy and you're going to use like their judgment, because previously it's been guys like QT Marshall and, you know, guys like wrestler Jerry Lynn's and guys he's worked with, you know, but like to have a guy who's like reached the level that Brian has, you know, to be, and you know, we know, like you said, Tony Khan is a fan of this. You know, he was at the Ring of Honor shows. We know what he has a taste for. You know, all these New Japan guys, yeah. he he bought Ring of Honor. We know where he leans, you know. But he is a wrestling fan, you know. And I think he, and I think this is why I show a lot of love to Tony Khan in AEW because as I feel like he's a wrestling fan, like I'm a wrestling fan. He loves WWF. WWF is my favorite yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like when I go hard on it, it's just like, it's because I was a fan. Man. you know and it's like i love wcw i love ring of honor and i feel like tony khan has a lot of me in him and his fandom you know maybe goes a little harder with the indie love than i did but still you know it's good to see him and like if you have real guys that you can listen to we all thought it was great when it was cody and the bucks and them guys were in his ear and now it's going to be guys like brian danielson and moxley and whoever else you know i i think it's a good thing when I was at the uh, AEW Dynamite taping, Atlantic City, Trump Plaza, or whatever, the former Trump Plaza, blah, blah, blah. Khan comes out, TK comes out at, at the end, stood in the middle of the ring and looked around and he said, I just wanted to do this because I wanted to be where Macho Man won the title at WrestleMania 4. One of the greatest moments of my wrestling fandom, he said. He yeah. loves all yeah. the, the good yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. So I, I know he really respects the history. That's why I, I really do have a soft spot for him. Uh, right now and uh, yeah with your mention of brian danielson bro talk about like in the in the same breath as a pat patterson like danielson's reliable he's a student of the game like that would be an amazing man to have connected to you as he kind of gets a little older and maybe wants to shift to a role like that because i think he that makes me a top guy like danielson makes me feel like aew's such good hands going forward i know like that's one of those appointments you hope becomes a pat patterson right where like he was with vince until he died you know what exactly. i mean exactly like, yeah like, yep. he was there through thick and thin with that company you saw he pat patterson became a stooge on television you know after like a legendary <laughs> career just because he was he was ride or die with them guys so like hopefully brian is there for a while and like when he does retire from in-ring work he still does work with them in ways or some capacity you know because like he could be the when you mentioned Pat Patterson, it was like it hit me like, oh man, like he could be their Pat Patterson. And it's like, a great call. And we think That's of a- Pat Patterson for like so much legendary stuff that the WWE is behind, you know. So it's like, and we know his mind on stuff. Like he 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 has his fingers in so many things and the coolest things in WWF's history. So like, you know, that really could be Brian Danielson with AEW. So I hope it continues. Yeah, that's a great call. Um, the current top guy, if you will, MJF, mm-hmm. champion mm-hmm. of the world. Looks like they're, uh, he's going to be getting into a feud with one Adam Cole. 
Bebe. Yeah. Can't help yeah, yourself. I mean. But um, listen, man, they had an exchange on last week's Dynamite that was, uh, you know, maybe too, too, too much on the WWE. Did remarks. you think that? I, I see a lot of people saying that type of stuff. I love the mention of Vince because like yeah. MJF seems like a Vince guy. And I love the mention of you were going to be Keith Lee's manager. But I had to explain this stuff. Yeah, to the, yeah. To the casual, and uh, and she didn't have the same effect. Yeah, I get. So it. they need to build up the heat to a more thing besides just those digs, because I feel that's just my opinion. But even besides that, I just look Adam Cole's size aside and all that stuff. It's very hard to ignore because MJF's not the biggest guy, and he's like really. But look, I love Jungle Boy. I love Darby Allen. Yeah. So who the fuck am I to say? Yeah. No. But um, it's something about Adam Cole's personality or attitude that makes me feel like maybe he needs to show a bit more of a physique or something for this character. I don't know. He's not an underdog. I guess it's my point, right? He doesn't portray yeah. himself as an underdog. Yeah, exactly. Like he's only an underdog because everybody looks at him and goes, there's no way this guy could beat that guy. But like, not because it's storyline driven, not because that's how his career has been. His career has been wildly successful everywhere he's gone. Right, you know I mean? dominant. Like, yeah, dominant guy, top guy. You know what I mean? Like every everybody everywhere he's been, and it's just like I, you know, and I don't want to be that show. You know, like we just mentioned his size and stuff, and it's like I don't want to be the guys roasting. You know, saying the same yeah, no, shit when it comes yeah. to him. It's like I get it. His physique is what it is at this point. But beyond that, it's just like, and we already mentioned MJF is like champion. It's like, it hasn't felt like he was going to lose that belt, even in this Pillars match. You know what I mean? It felt, and like, that's my biggest issue with Adam Cole coming into this role because it's just like, is Adam Cole, is Adam Cole taking that belt off of him? And they're running with him as the champion. It's like, I just don't see that. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody's beating MJF, I feel like it's going to be a next level guy, not an on the level. You know, like it won't be a lateral move. You know what I mean? Two, like, mo- I think- two months ago, we, I think I even said Adam Cole is going to be the one to end it. You might have even said he's going to be the next big challenger. The story, so, yeah. Two months ago. But even um, now, like since the Jericho feud or whatever it may be, since the injuries, um, and what, like Adam Cole doesn't feel like the same guy, quote unquote. But MJF pointing that out in their little exchange makes it even harder, right? Because now you're telling me you're not, yeah, he's not a threat. That guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not that guy. And, like, the problem is it feels true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it doesn't feel like a guy just talking trash, and he's just like, you know, you know guys talk trash. He says to, you know, he's the heel, and I'm, like, like nodding in agreement with, like, most of his promo. You know what I mean? I know. Like, I didn't know like, who I wanted to side with. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I'm, so, like, this week on Dynamite, they're going to have this match. And, like, you know, by all accounts, we, we've watched a lot of pro wrestling. It doesn't feel like it's gonna be over <laughs> this week. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's gonna get settled. This isn't a uh, an eliminator match, I guess, for the title. So if Cole wins, he'll get the explain title that shot. to me. Okay, so yeah, yeah. And what if yeah, MJF so, loses? Oh, I'm sorry. What if MJF wins? Cole don't get the title. He shot. doesn't get a title shot. So okay, simple. And like that—that's what I'm hoping for. You know, not that'd to be, be so interesting, hard huh? Cole, an interesting you know wrinkle. If it yeah, be. just like he just pins the guy. You know, he just beats the guy. He's like, all right, that threat is over. Adam Cole. I feel like you could do stuff and you could build up Adam Cole because, like, not for nothing, that feud with Jericho, and I love Chris Jericho, did nothing for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it made me laugh when Jericho had him. It, 
you know, it did something with uh, bringing Britt and Adam Page together on screen, which I don't know if we Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm and sorry, like, Adam, Adam Cole. My bad. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Do we need it? She's way cooler. You know, <laughs> she does. She feels fringe. Good guy at the moment. You know what I mean? Because like her whole deal with um with Jamie Hayter. It just felt like we were waiting for that ball to drop, right? When like when Britt was gonna so like now that she's like uber good guy with Adam Cole, just as weird. If they both were heels, is that better? And how about when um in that in that exchange when um you know MJ MJF said to Adam Adam Cole, you have uh you leave the house and Britt has your nuts in her pocketbook or whatever he said, right? And yeah. and Adam Cole's response was I'm not even going to touch on that because she could whoop your ass. And that was like his big comeback. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't really make me feel like, uh, like oh, Adam, MJF was lying at all. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, it's sort of like, all right. I, I don't, I, I I saw a lot of people giving like cold love for that, like for his comebacks and stuff. He said, lying about the cup line. girl. Yeah. Or peeing huh. in a cup. And I'm like, bro, it's like, like go do some steroids, dude. You know what I mean? Like, please. You know what I mean? Like, you might look like a world champion. And it's it's not just the Rosa, but I just felt like all his comments, like, Rick could kick your ass. Go pee in a cup, and we'll see who comes out natural. Didn't work for me, like, dude. Your girlfriend left you, too. You know, it's just sort of like... all this Very, shit. very easy. Like, yeah, he doesn't strike yeah. me as anybody, like, unique or, or like, yeah. special. And I... Yeah. I like him. I think he's like a like he nice seems like a nicest guy. Yeah. yeah. Like I I just I, I guess what, what we're looking for right now is like Vince used to get frustrated with it seems like get frustrated with guys like you're not giving me your best or I don't believe mm-hmm. you or whatever. Like I'm feeling that way with Adam Cole right now. Like you're this great Adam Cole who says, Oh, everywhere I've been, I've been world champion. Although you didn't go on the main WWE roster for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. here we are, and now you have this shot in AEW to stand out with your Kenny Omegas with your uh hangman adam pages like guys that have on the indies quote unquote have shown that like i believe they're main event guys top guys yeah. i think yeah. that kenny will make it but is adam cole a top guy you know and like i wish they let him prove it you know because like i feel like you know i saw him in nxc have great matches you know and like matches that made me when the match was done was like Okay, but then I could just I, I always fell back in that same routine with Adam Cole where it was just like, okay, that was a great match. That was a banger. I gotta give him credit. And then you mm-hmm. watch him on weekly television, you go, Oh, I start to lose that interest in him again. And this is when he was in the greatest shape of his life, when he was at as t- tippy top of a guy as he's ever been, you know what I mean? At with the, the undisputed the era. Undisputed, yeah, ever. Yeah. So like even then he couldn't keep me. And now it's just like he feels like there's like he he lacks the confidence. I feel like his promo his promo delivery was always odd to me, but like now it just I don't believe you. Like you said, physically he is what he is. I feel like if you would have let him be in another program past this, you know, with a good working guy where he could have good matches and tough battles and come out on top, because that Jericho feud did nothing for me. He just kind of dominated it. You know what I mean? Jericho made it difficult with some cheap ta- shot attacks or whatever. But like when it came to in the ring, Cole came out on top fairly easily. It felt. Yeah, dude, he did. Me. And you know what they could have done? Like, honestly, thinking about it, if with this coming back from the head injuries and all, you don't want to always play into the reality. But like if Jericho would have like beat him and maybe made like Adam, Adam Cole doubt himself now, yeah. then we can maybe get behind. Exactly. Him, right? right. But they didn't do that. So 
give him another feud. Give him something to make it interesting. Because now he's just challenging for the title. And it's like, you beat Chris Jericho and you get a, you're in the title picture. It just, I don't know. I think I that's like, TK's is- plan, man. I think it was deal with Jericho, have your feud, and then we're going to get you yeah. ready for all in world title shot, maybe world title win. And I, I don't know, man. I don't I know if that's not. the move, dude. Like, if that was his plan, and listen, we all could see from a mile away, TK is super high on the guy. You know, he views him as a top guy clearly, you know, mm-hmm. like he, he values him. He respects him. But it's just like, I think you have to pivot, you know? And I think you have to read the room. Right. And I do right. think they're good at this typically. Usually. So, like, if Adam Cole was the next guy for MJF, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not convinced that TK wanted him to win. But if Adam Cole was the next guy and you were, con- you were confident that this, whatever program would lead to a big time match and a big time result one way or another, I think you, have to have your eyeballs out on what just happened with Jericho. His reactions in there with MJF were like, I don't think anybody is even convinced by that promo battle. You know what I mean? Like if Cole was on his level, we're looking at them eyeball test. He's not passing it. I think you just have to gauge the reaction and go, listen, we're about to have a Saturday show with mega stars this week on dynamite. We have the, the Blackpool combat club versus the elite again bunch of mega stars you know what i mean and then you have mgf as your world champion again in a program that's kind of like middle of the pack of all the programs on the show you know what i mean and it's like is that mgf's fault i don't want to roast him too much because i think he's been the strongest part of these programs even this cold one so far that just started in his infancy but like i don't know dude like i'm not buying it i think the underdog story of Cole would be better, even though we just mentioned he doesn't play the underdog, but like have him lose the MJF in the eliminator, bring him back down the reality off this high that he's on, bring him back down the reality. Maybe have him lose another match to somebody who is also a top guy. And then he has to work his way up. And then you could get me maybe on a sympathy thing or like at least like an earning it route where it's like, all right, he's had a bunch of matches. He's he, he, you know, wins a mid-card title or something. You know what I mean? Just like to yeah. get me to believe that this guy is relevant other than the fact that he's Ray tough Hunter guy. NXT he's tough guy, baby you know face I mean? now. Yeah, exactly. Ass kicker. Yeah, like you said, he just, kicked uh, Jericho's ass all over the place when re- in reality, it should have went the other way. I, I think yeah. we're, we're in the same boat as far as Adam Adam Cole right now and his top guy status. But let's talk about, you know, look, there's, there's many top guys that I feel like AEW has on their roster that honestly can you can argue um can be main eventers for years to come one of them i believe you know look jay white people are high on jay white people are very high on jay white future top star maybe for AEW. ricky starks maybe a future top star i know we would like that i know you would love that um they they had a main event on dynamite and um you know i watch this every week same same with the same person by my side and uh, she was like, I-, I don't feel like this is uh, a main event level match. And I said, well, look, sometimes every week you got, you know, it's not every week can be big time, but um, wasn't too sold on Jay White as of yet. Tell uh, the listeners why you believe maybe Jay White is a future top guy. Cause look, he's working with CM Punk in the yeah. main, in, in the main event of collision with Samoa Joe, with Juice Robinson against FTR, but it's Jay White. And Punk, I believe, are are two of the biggest uh, names, the top the top guy names here. So, what do you think about Jay White going forward? So, like, I've seen Jay White live a couple of times and not even been like uber impressed live. Mm-hmm. But there's something about him 
like I'm, I have a feeling that like I'm not maybe gonna love all his matches because I remember even watching like um like the big New Japan shows, you know, and seeing Jay White and always leaving there like man, like they you know everybody keeps raving about this guy and I'm not hyped. But I think what it is is the psychology. I think it's him on the mic. You know what I mean? Like I think he does all of that stuff well. I think he could tell stories in ways a lot of guys don't anymore, you know, especially like in AEW where guys just are going 100 miles an hour at all times. I think Jay White is good at bringing it back just a bit, but he could still have those matches. And I think he's – the thing with him that I do enjoy is his charisma. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I I hear him talk and like something about it, like he makes me believe that he's legit because like when you see him, he's not a big guy either. You know what I mean? But like he is shredded. He is in great shape. You know what I mean? But he has a look. And it feels like what Adam Cole lacks, I feel is like what Jay White does. He feels legit. 100%. His promos make me believe what he's saying, even if like what I'm looking at doesn't necessarily represent like what I see when I'm looking at other top dudes in the Moxleys of the world or Brian Danielson's, right? Like I don't quite get those same feelings with Jay White's matches, but I, you convince me. He gets me in the door. He gets me in my ass in the seat. And then now you're saying he's going to be across CM Punk. I don't know, man. I think that's top guy stuff right there. And I think that's a program that we could see. Like, let's say it becomes a, like a heavy, a promo heavy, you know, feud. We know Punk likes to talk. Jay White likes to talk. I think that's stuff that could have us, you know, sitting at the, like, the edge of our seats, like waiting for the next moment, you know. A lot like when Punk and MJF were going at it. We couldn't wait to see. I see like similar vein between Switchblade and Punk. But maybe I was waiting more, for even more believable. You know what I mean? And as crazy uh. as that sounds, you know what I mean? Because I just feel like Jay Switchblade is way more believable than MJF has ever been as a character, right? But MJF has obviously done a good job to get himself into these positions. But I'm all about it. I love it. I, I think Jay White is a is a top guy for them. I'm glad he signed with AEW because I feel like in AEW he'll get at least these moments. Everybody seems to get at least a chance to be like mm-hmm. to show what they have, you know? And I think True. he's going to show out. And I think a guy like Punk wanting to work with him is crazy beneficial for him because it's going to make him a bigger star. Yeah, I was waiting for Jay White to, I guess, impress me on this stage in AEW. And he cut a promo. Uh, I think it was you know when they were kind of starting up their thing with FTR last week, maybe the week before. Juice next to him, man, I couldn't tell you how uninterested i wasn't juice but it's one of those cool by association things i'm not ready to say it but i honestly don't mind juice with him as a little bit of like a flavor to jay white serious that you say that because that's how i feel i've not okay. been big on juice robinson at all but yeah, all i was ready sudden, to bash him yeah all of a sudden seeing him being like the slightly bigger guy he's kind of crazy and kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. personality with jay white's yeah exactly a little pillmanish that's a good call um yeah, like it's made me like him like the last couple of weeks and he's like the psychotic you, man. Dude. You know, that that Pillman is such a good call because it really, really is. That's who it is when I'm like seeing him act all manic in there and stuff and do weird shit when the other guy's <laughs> all serious, you know? He's it, really you know, intimidating as a as a character, man. Yeah, like, he's it's interesting. Like, un- saying, unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Pillman was such a good call because that's what I'm seeing. You know, I couldn't quite place it, but I'm like, why am I liking this guy the last couple of weeks? And that's what it is. Yeah, just on the spot, I thought of that right now, honestly, because I was um, thinking how much I've enjoyed him lately, and I'd go figure. I never thought I would say that. Um, yeah. Jay White, another one that I'm enjoying lately. Uh, definitely a future top guy. And, uh, you know, with with staying on Dynamite really quick, coming up tonight on Dynamite, actually, it's going to be, like you said, it's a different version of the Elite. You get Hangman, Adam Page, and the, and the Bucks versus the Blackpool Combat Club. 
it's going to be Claudio, Wheeler, and Mox. So, mm-hmm. man, these are top guys through and through. Wheeler maybe one day gets there. I believe Claudio deep down is one. Um, yeah. Hangman without a doubt. But, but man, this feud's going on and on and on. And um, I'm okay with it because... I just love like the Blackpool Combat Club. You know, you th- you would think it would end in a death match between Hangman and Mox, or it would end in a anarchy in the arena. But we continue it. Where I just want to know from your perspective, with all these top guys, what 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 will end this feud? What what's the what do you think it will take to end this feud? What's the next wrinkle? I don't know for sure, but what I hope is that when it's all said and done, and I feel like they've been teasing it. Wheeler Yuta comes out of this looking like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. I feel like Wheeler Yuta has to walk away from this storyline of the elites versus the Blackpool Combat Club looking like a star. And I feel like that's what they're, where they're headed. He got the pin over Kenny Omega. You know, he's the obvious odd man out between the two teams, you know what right. I mean? Just like when you look at it. And I, so like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the intention is. Like, after the uh, Anarchy in Arena, I figure, okay, Blackpool Comic Club, they're going to do something else. Kenny Omega says he has a couple of buddies who are going to be coming into the picture at some point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I'm not trying mm-hmm. to act like this Wheeler Yuta fanboy. But if I'm seeing all these top guys do something, I feel like somebody needs to get elevated, right? And like, who in the elite is going to be? They don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, who in the Blackpool Comic Club is going to get it? They're all like goats. So it's sort of like Wheeler Yuta is like the last guy to really get something out of a feud and a long-term feud like this. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if Kenny Omega is going to bring Kota Ibushi in and that's going to result in something where Kenny Omega and Ibushi are doing something with, you know, Moxley and, and Danielson, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know where the hell they're going to go with any of this, but I'm just very hopeful. And I think AEW does a good job of this, of like having young dudes come out looking crispy, clean, clean, you know what I mean? And it's like, Yuta is in such a unique spot that I hope they figure it out and to keep maximizing. I went to a New Japan show and Yuta was getting so much heat from the crowd. And it was almost like, almost like they don't like him heat, like X-Pac-ish heat. But, oh, wow. Oh. But but it was still heat. You know what I mean? Like it hadn't gone there yet. It wasn't just like booing because like we hate the sight of you. And like he would do stuff and he would taunt on the robes and he would get reactions. And I'm like, this dude can be something. Moxie He's becoming a little star. weaselly though. He's yeah, getting exactly. a little personality, you know? Exactly. But like that's what you need. You know, you need all of It's what we've been waiting for. Together. Yeah, exactly. I remember so he I cut a him. promo against MJF at a show we were watching or we were at or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he was yeah. trying to be funny guy wheeler. Yeah, and we were trying. like, But now this is like working better, I think, right? Yeah. Because he has that weaseliness. He has a scraggly little beard. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like he's like the skinny guy. He's not super jacked, you know, but like, but he's pinning Kenny Omega. You know, there, there's things in Wheeler that like, you know, maybe the average fan doesn't see or they think he might be boring or a little dry, but it's like mm-hmm. he, he he's showing the guts. He's showing like the moxie that you need to be like a top guy. And like when you're surrounded by all these dudes, I can only imagine he's going to get better. And it's like, and I hope they highlight it, you know, and again, it puts him in a situation where he's, you know, in a big spot, whether it's a TNT title or international titles type of situation. I hope he starts getting that recognition coming out of this feud. But I don't know. I have no idea where they're going to go. Kenny Omega has two buddies coming. Yeah, man. What's Dallas doing? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, there's so much to this that it's like, we have no idea by the time we hit this forbidden door pay-per-view which is going to be a stack show by all accounts. You know what I mean? Like by the time we hit that pay-per-view with collision 
then starting. Then we have All In and followed by All Out. Bro, in, a, in, in two months, this this whole company could be flipped on its head. So it's it's very interesting. Yeah, and I mean, we're going from show to show here. Dynamite coming up. It's a big one. Collision. Now, we don't have a ton announced for Collision as of yet, but we do know about that main event. And it is going to feature FTR, CM Punk, the top guys, FTR. And uh, we mentioned Samoa Joe, Juice Robinson, and Switchblade. Now, Joe and Punk have a history. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're tying that right in on his return here. That's kind of the way this works. There's not much yeah. to uh, to Samoa Joe. And, and, and I feel like Juice Robinson and, and, and Jay White's uh team like do you feel like they have any connection well ftr and and bullet club gold had beef for sure but what yeah. like i was wondering you just put no, joe, joe with... with them no i just think it's just a means to a matchup but right so really now what are you expecting out of the samoa joe punk um do you think that continues or are we going into a one-on-one from there yeah i think joe? i think i think joe is just in it because it's the first matchup you know what i mean like the connection with punk they know each other so well. Punk, you got, but we also have to take into consideration is this is a CM Punk who's been out of the ring for a year, you know, coming off mm-hmm. a bad injury, right? Like we know all the the brawl out stuff happened, but he was also injured that night and was going to require surgery, so he hasn't wrestled in a long time. So I think Joe's in there for the familiarity, also to keep Punk out of the ring a little bit. That's why they made it a three on three, sure, being a one on one with Joe. I just think that Joe's like the safety blanket for Punk, but he's also been very good the last several months joe you know what i mean like i've never liked samoa joe more and i think you're probably in the same boat as me absolutely yeah never liked samoa joe more than he we liked him the last four or five months so like joe's in a good spot security do you want to see a one-on-one finale between the for there i mean they've had a million knockdown drag outs no 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 i'm good i don't need to revisit it i get the nostalgia factor the ring of honor nostalgia but like i don't need that again i like where that lives and it's own place in history we don't have to sully it up with maybe a match that's not quite as good between two older versions of them but i do hope it ends up very quickly into a cm punk and jay white situation you know what i mean because okay uh, like like culminating at um like a like an all-in all in forbidden door even forbidden doors looking like i was just a new japan guy they're saying kenta but Kent's not kind happen. of being a baby about it. So I don't know if mm-hmm. Kent is going to do it, right? Kent is saying, give me the bag. He's worried about the money all of a sudden, Kenta. But okay. listen. So like but with the listen, Jay White thing. Kenta and MJ, I mean, Kenta and CM Punk, I'm all for it, obviously. You know what I'm little, saying? A little late, but we'll take it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's been yeah. decades, you know, it's a decade. But um, yeah, I just wonder. So let's let's just try to get into um, some final stuff here because we have All In coming up. That's the huge Wembley show. And if let's just assume the elite doesn't want to work with punk and FTR and that's why they're on separate shows. Let's just go with the, uh, the obvious idea. What do you do with punk beyond Jay white? What do you do with punk on a big show like that? Like let's exclude the elite from the, uh, from the scenario here. What what do you do with them? You know how I feel, John boy. I feel like you got to get that title on them. At <laughs> AEW purists are probably screaming into their headsets or whatever, but like, so you do the MJF rematch at All In. MJF rematch at All In. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how you get there in between, right? Because you, if, if you do an MJF and Switchblade situation, where does that wrap up? Is it Forbidden Door where that does wrap up? Maybe, maybe so. You know what I mean? I don't know. But then it's like, it's hard, like, coming out of that, like, with 
who takes the L in that series, right? Can't be Punk if he's going to move on to the world title. And Switchblade, is he just going to be taking L's in every series that you don't know, right? So it's it's interesting, but yeah. like you also have to wrap up Adam Cole and MGF, and I'm just like I'm just hoping that they wrap that up quickly because I don't I don't see that as big enough. You know what I mean? Like of a of a feud for your world title, I don't see that as even important or prestigious feeling, and like. Unfortunately, well, just like MG- real, I was gonna say really quick, watch watching some of those um AEW all access shows or whatever they're called, the yeah, yeah, uh, documentary yeah. show, yeah. which I do, you know, I do still watch it here and there because I'm a, like I'm a mark for some of the the Sammy Guevara stuff. But I was watching Tony Khan um sort of break down his plans for Sammy on one of the episodes, and he he kind of gives you a little glimpse to his notes, if you will. And it looks like TK the Booker, he plans things out like. A normal yeah. Booker would like four weeks in advance, like the Daniel Bryan, the Brian Danielson feud with MJF. It was very much two months build to the pay per view. He stuck to the script. You were saying you yeah. got to pivot, but I believe on that pad, that notepad, he has Adam yeah. Cole marked out until all in to keep it going. Now, if they don't pivot and you go with MJF and Adam Cole, and that's your world title match for all in, and Punk's not working with the elite still, I guess we might have him working with Jay White at a bit on a bigger stage or, or is there something else you could think of? Like, do you want to see punk versus first Miro? Do you want to see punk versus Andrade versus Scorpio sky versus Listen, like punk versus Andrade for me personally? I'm not, I'm into that. You know what I mean? Like, okay. that's a yeah, sure. I would like to see personally, but like in terms of a feud, you know, like it's just not there. They would have Andrade hasn't been there for how long, you know what I mean? So it's sort of like, there's so much to like work out still with like what the stories are going to be on collision. Cause we don't even know who's on the show. Yeah, we don't even know what the hell it is. We don't, we don't <laughs> yeah. We don't even know what's on the show. We don't know who the announced. We don't know is. the set. We yeah, don't know. Anything. We don't know what it looks like. Yeah. So there's so, and it's crazy. Cause that's in a few days. You know what I mean? Like, can't wait, you know? So it's like, that's in a few days and we're, we're still like, don't know i like that feel i like the mystery of it all but at the same I time for like for our sake our our purposes on this show is like it's not very helpful but it is because you know you want to you want to use punk wisely as we go on yeah. in these next couple of years if we got you know god willing we get them but um at least on this initial uh leg of his comeback tour you don't want to have too many missteps where it's like yeah you get his feet wet with jay white like that maybe yeah, yeah, i yeah. don't know Pac. I don't know. What do you like? What do you want to see? Hobbs? I, I can think see like wanting to work with Hobbs. He you know? does. I'm pretty sure he does. I feel like he's one of the guys he's mentioned like by name several times in the past. Okay. You know, it's like he obviously likes the guy. But like what I don't want is what Punk did the first time around, which I I defended wholeheartedly and I agreed with is climbing that ladder, beating the young guys, you know. Yeah, you're Lee Moriarty's, Lee Moriarty's, all of them, right? Like he had all these matches with guys. And but it was good because it was climbing the ladder, punk. It ultimately culminated in a, a world title shot, which he won. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but like I don't, I don't feel like you need to do that now. You know, he's gonna come back with heat too. It's like what well, we have to consider. You know what I mean? Like we're a divided crowd. You're gonna have to put him in prominent shit right away. You know. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I always say the world title because it's like listen, we could argue till the sun comes up if. Putting the belt on him is even a good idea, you know, after the drama of last time, after all the injuries of the last year, all of this shit. But the the heat would be insanity. You know what I mean? Like if he's involved in the title picture, and that's just like if I'm a TK and I'm trying to get that 
capacity of that stadium to really get up to 75k you know i'm putting punk in a prominent situation right same the way i would yeah. put kenny omega listen we would love it to be kenny omega versus cm punk at all in wembley main event somehow the titles sure. on the line it'd make it even better right you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if all of this were if it was a perfect world but if it's not you still got to have kenny omega in a big match there you still have to have cm punk in a big match there and like you got to figure it out. Kenny Omega, I don't think needs the world title. We're seeing Punk with the heat that he's gonna have and the divisive nature. I think putting the world title on him makes all the sense in the world. So Kenny Omega versus Takeshita at All In, they build towards that hypothetically. That's not big enough for you. FTR versus the Bucks, maybe that could be on the show. Huge, huge match. That'd be great. But then Punk, yeah, like if they, if he's not fighting MJF, would you be okay with him versus like Switchblade on the card or him versus? you know um fill in the blank like you said andrade i mean would you do you want him i could be that's two months away we're talking about late august for that wembley show so mm -hmm. sort of like there's a lot of time to build a proper story like right now where my my head can't get around is like jay white and him feuding for over two months you know what i mean before right which is really not that long in wrestling it's not that long but for cm punk you know what i mean like you kind of want to get the ball rolling with him and it's and it would like, be tough to um, convince us and maybe some of the other fans, but like if you're gonna keep with that Adam Pay uh, Adam Cole, yeah, MJF feud, you're gonna keep with it, and you're gonna keep going with it, and it doesn't have all that steam. And on the other show, you're like, okay, Punk's here feuding with Jay White. Like, why don't we just swap this up? Why don't we get yeah, Punk yeah, back yeah. mixed up with MJF? And like, it's gonna be hard to convince us that that world title is as important as the man on Saturday nights, the top guy, CM Punk. You know what I mean? Like, I so you might be right. That title belt might have to find its way to him. I'm just wondering, like, you know, I like the idea of Punk as a heel. I hope that's kind of how it plays out, but I just don't know. It might just be a tweener thing. It might just be shades yeah. of gray. You know, he might not lean so far into it. Who knows? Like, is he gonna bad mouth the fans? I don't like. I, I mean, he could unleash, man, and he could really do some like iconic heel work, but I don't know if he'll go that route. I think he's going to he's getting a little older he, and you get soft and you're like, he, you know what I'm saying? He's a good guy deep down somewhere. Yeah, in one there. thing we know about Phil, he still gets grumpy. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And like the way the internet has been roasting him this entire time he's been out acting as if his entire year in AEW was trash and a waste of time. You know what I mean? And like all the internet stories, every time this guy, you know, drinks a, cup of coffee there's an internet story about him you know so it's sort of like mm-hmm. he, he he is getting older and maybe he's he's probably friendlier than he's been in a long time but he's still grumpy phil and i think it'll show out i think he'll have no problem unleashing i can't wait he was teasing well, we, i don't know if you remember though he was teasing uh, you don't want that guy to come back you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, he did you know that. he was teasing all that shit a year ago you know and now he's coming back so it's like i'm, I'm ready for it yeah, I'm ready for it too. We'll see what's going to happen at all in eventually. You have all out right after. We got Forbidden Door coming up. We'll see if Kenta does step up to the plate and take on the challenge. Um, and, I, and I feel like I gave you a bunch of like non answers because like I'm not sure, but it's like I think we'll have some clarity come Saturday and collision debuts, you know, mm-hmm. and like, oh, we see what this show actually even is. You know, exactly. we, we, we see the punk reaction and we see where they go out because it's going to be one show. How that show ends, I think, is going to be super interesting because we know who's in the main event. So how does that show go off the air? Like, I can't yeah. wait to see. You know what I mean? My I, prediction is um, 
sad like I, I i hope i'm wrong but i just think they're they're gonna play it a little safe and my prediction is that they're gonna lean into a joe punk mini feud coming out of the of the six man just kind of get that that revisited and that'll be our probably one-on-one thing for a little while but um my, my i just want well i'm just i just want to say this real quick i just want to figure out a way to get the blackpool combat club and the elite in the same ring but i want CM Punk next to Mox, Danielson, Claudio. I'm not saying I want him to be a member of the BCC, but I need this man in that same ring as though I know him and Mox had some issues, but I just want to see them all mix it up. Like all these top guys, like every now and again, WWF or WWE would put that big 10 man tag or that big yeah. explosion, if you will. Like I need Punk in the midst of all that. I need him to work with the elite. I just yeah. eventually. I hear you. How about this? I think you might hate this idea, and this just came into my head, so take it with a grain of salt, but what if CM Punk turns on FTR and is the leader of the new Bullet Club heading into this New Japan show? This is funny, because I asked you two years ago, before Punk ever came to AEW, I said, what if punk invades aew yeah. with brian danielson yeah, yeah. as the new nwo you're like yeah it'd be cool but it's been done blah blah blah. that though is different because you're talking not look it's not the nwo because yeah yeah it's jay white and juice but maybe he can elevate them i think i like your idea better than all these you know what i mean, mean? that's like, i just this, i just thought of that's it. different bro it's that's cool dome, turns on ftr because everybody has the good feels it makes them a heel He's in a top scenario. I don't know where it leaves Joe in this match, but like maybe yeah, you get neither. rid of him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly. I don't either. want him aligned with them. We, yeah, we could figure that's this out. The group? We could figure Are they this the group? Out. All of them? What if that's the group? What if that's the group and at Wembley main event against the Elite because Jay White and Kenny Omega have he punk. You know what I mean? Like, what if you could make that happen? Bullet Club Gold versus the Elite in front of 75,000? Make it happen. These are just you, so you went from CMFTR versus the elite I to the Bullet Club led by Punk versus the. If you ever want to revive the Bullet Club legitimately, exactly. That's, that's the, what I'm that's saying. how you listen. Do it. I'm not a crazy Bullet Club mark, you know what I mean? Like that, they've had a bunch of iterations. It's not been my thing, but I just don't know if Punk's elite. Uh, other than yeah. Straight Edge Society, I don't know if he's ready yeah. to lead these. Like exactly. he's, he's a lone listen. wolf nowadays, yeah, right? He is. He is. Don't hold your. Breath. I like your idea, but it's interesting. It's interesting. I love your idea. Um, we're going to see Collision's main event. It's coming up this weekend. Collision's debut with the main event being Switchblade, Juice Robinson, Smojo versus Punk and FTR. It's a big one. We're going to see how the rest of the show shapes out as well as Dynamite. We're going to see where this Adam Cole thing goes with MJF. A lot of top guys on the AEW roster. There's only room for a few. So we're going to see how it all shakes out. But this has been fun. It's been talk elite. From No Soul. Check us out next week. We're going to talk all about Collision for the East-West Connection. My man Frank with a very, very bold, interesting theory, Just we'll saying. call it. Not a prediction. Just doing the stone cold. Just, I don't know, but... We don't know. <laughs> but uh, if it happens, I'm convinced you're on TK's payroll. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week on Talk Elite. This has been fun. Peace out.